Hey, yes, woo! Hey, everybody, pool noodles. Welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by a man that I hold in very high regard, the greatest, the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, how's it going today? You know, you get a little bit of encouragement about your pool noodle joke, and how long are we going to hear it? We're probably going to hear it all the way through the end of August, I guess now, aren't we? One person all laughs. Summer. All one summer. One person laughs, and then just Jason's like, oh, I heard a laugh in the back. There was someone that laughed in the back. I'm going to use it all summer. Do you have a pool? Are you the guy that has, like, a massive pool in the backyard? Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Suddenly, so, Jason doesn't want to share personal information. <laughs> On today's episode, we have some interesting news. We have news about Google ads, AdWords. We'll get to that. And after that, we're going to get through that pretty quick because it's not that complicated. Uh, And then we're going to get to the new interface and what we love, what's missing, and what we found so far. So, Chris, just to start us off here, I'll go through the news this week. After 18 years, I believe it is, Google, now Alphabet, if we can all follow along, has retired Google AdWords. And Google AdWords is dead. And what we do in my neighborhood, oh. we pour one out for the homie. Oh my gosh. Let's all take a minute here. All right. And we're going to keep thugging on with the new Google ads. <laughs> Where did that go? Do you need to clean up your desk now? Because that uh, that's a mess now, right? That went right to the pavement. Uh <laughs> Poured one out for the homie because he's not here to drink one. Google AdWords is going away. Google has decided to rebrand Google AdWords into Google Ads. And we'll have some links in the show notes for you guys. Now, it all seems pretty complicated. But besides that, as far as we know, that's basically all it is right now. Google AdWords will now be, it will be Google Ads. The reason they're saying they're changing that is because when you hear the word AdWords, it makes you think of keywords, it makes you think of search, and Google is telling everybody, no, it's not just search, it's YouTube, it's display, it's uh, all kinds of stuff. So Google AdWords is now called, or will be called Google Ads. Uh, There's something about DoubleClick for Publishers and DoubleClick Ad Exchange becoming Google Ad Manager. That's what that's going to be called now. And then there's another new thing they've come out with called Smart Campaigns for Small Business. And I believe this is going to be run out of Google My Business. It's built on the AdWords Express technology, and it'll have features like a landing page builder. And basically what Google's trying to do is make it really, really easy for small businesses to advertise on Google. And it's basically what we've all talked about for a long time, the machine learning, artificial intelligence. You just put in what your business does, and Google will take care of the rest. We'll see how small businesses like that, but that is something that's coming. Smart campaigns for small business. I believe it's going to be run out of Google My Business. It's kind of going to be the new AdWords Express. But the overall news is Google AdWords is becoming Google Ads. That's what Google is going to call their advertising platform. Jason, so relieve everyone's fear here. What do they have to worry about? Because that's what I hear a lot of people, you know, they listen to the podcast, they hire you and I to do work. And a lot of the times I hear people say, you know, I understand AdWords, but it's so it's changing so much. So what do people need to be worried about here? Do people need to be worried here? I, I don't think they need to be worried. It was all confusing when it went down yesterday. But after reading everything, To me, all I see is a name change. They've changed Google AdWords to Google Ads. And it seems like all this stuff is going on because the new interface is coming into play. 
But in an article I read, they quoted someone from Google saying that the new interface was just a coincidence. It happened at the same time, but that's just a coincidence. So there's really nothing to fear. We're all moving to the new interface that you have to do it going forward. We'll talk about that. But as long as you use regular AdWords as we know it now, that's what Google ads will be going forward. Now, a lot of people worry about AdWords managers worry about machine learning, artificial intelligence. They're moving in that direction, Chris, with the smart campaigns for small business. But I don't think you get to choose keywords. I don't think you get to set bids. I don't think you see negative keywords, search terms, all that. So that's kind of like the way it's been now. Like AdWords Express is out there. If people want to use it without hiring people like us, they can go for it. But as far as I can see, it's pretty much business as usual, just in the new interface. And we're just calling AdWords Google Ads now. Is that the way you see it, Chris? Yeah. I mean, to boil it all down, basically, if you're interested in managing the campaign, if you're interested in everything we talk about here on the podcast, literally nothing matters about what Google talked about today. A name change is happening and a new interface is coming. But if you're cool with the new interface and you're willing to try it out, then there's nothing you have to worry about. But Just try it out. Try it out. Try it out. Try it out. But today... We're going to help you out and we're going to talk about the new interface because what we want to discuss are some of the things that we really love about the new interface. I mean, it often happens when something changes on the internet, any type of interface change or color change or anything, there's a lot of pushback. Jason, you already referenced IHOB. You know, as soon as somebody tries to change something, there's a lot of criticism. So we could easily just do an entire session about griping on this. Um, And we have some specific things we are concerned about. Uh, which we'll talk about in just a second. But what we're going to talk about today is things that are just phenomenal about the new interface that we love and things we want you to check out on your end because you'll find things that will save you time, things that will point out information that you may not have seen otherwise. But before we get into those really great things, Jason, I think we should share our challenge here that we have for people and and a special prize. If you don't mind, I'll take the lead on this. So here's what we're offering people. At the bottom of this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about what we don't, what we're missing in AdWords, the new interface. Um, And we've made a separate video, which we're going to share this week, uh, the week that the podcast comes out. And we want anyone who shares this We want you to share it on your social media sites, on Facebook and Twitter. Let us know that you've shared it. And we're going to put everybody's name into a hat. And one person out of all the people that have shared this message are going to get to tell us which industry, which topic they want for our next deep dive, which we recently did one on uh, restaurant. So share this short video. We're talking specifically about the three, four minute video that we're going to put out. And it's designed specifically to speak to Google to try and get the word out about two areas that we want changed uh, and added in the new interface. And we're offering our own services for free to do a free build out on air uh, of anything that you choose. So if you have a special industry you think is tough or you want some help in, you want some suggestions, we will dedicate an entire episode to doing a deep dive in that topic. So share it, get the word out, send it to Google. We just want Google to see it. Let's try and get 100,000 views on this thing. I mean, let's try and get this thing so that people will notice what we're saying because this is making a huge difference in our management abilities and the way that we use the AdWords interface. And uh, we want Google to to, uh, to be aware. Now now that we've brought it up, I'll quickly cover what those things are, just the two things. The reason we want people to share this is because we want Google to see it because these things impact our day-to-day management and we know it's going to impact your day-to-day management. Anytime you call Google and 
talk about the new interface, they always encourage you to give feedback and help them make it better and at least as good and, and better than the old one. So we're trying to give that feedback and we're trying to get in front of them. When you guys share it, just tag at Paid Search Podcast when you share it on Twitter. If you share it via Facebook, leave us a comment on the Facebook post about this and we'll put your name in the hat. And then you can always send us a, a contact at PaidSearchPodcast.com, fill out the contact form. Just tell us you've shared it uh, over the phone with Google or shared a link to anyone and we'll uh, we'll put your name in the hat and then we'll announce who the winner is and what industry, and and we'll do the episode on that deep dive for your industry. So, Chris, the two things that we think are missing, the map is not interactive on the new interface. On the current interface, the old interface, you can click your targeting and see like the reach, and you can remove it, and you can't do that with the new map. There's no way to click on what you're targeting on the map. The other thing you can't do is you can't filter down to like county, congressional district, um, zip code, and highlight those on the map and then add them very quickly. There's no way to do that. Now, so if I have a client that says, hey, we just want to target the east side of Atlanta, I have to go to a zip code map now on a different browser, look at the zip codes and manually add those. That's going to be really, really tough. In the current interface, the old one, you can highlight the zip codes and then click the ones you want. And we think that should be a part of the new interface. So that's our first thing uh, is the map is not interactive. The second thing is the big red button on the keywords. Uh, it's not red anymore, but when you add keywords, it still gives you suggestions, which is great, but it does not categorize them into different categories. It just sorts them by volume. And Chris, I was told today by Google when I called in that that volume is based not on what you're targeting in your campaign, but it's based on the United States. Yeah. Just an FYI to everyone out there. But they don't categorize the suggestions anymore, and we think that would be a great thing for them yeah. to do. Because if you, I mean, you listen to the podcast, you're going to know we don't care about volume. Volume is not important when it comes to building a profitable AdWords campaign. It's about precision and targeting. And when it comes to precision and targeting, you're going to need, you're going to, need to know topics categories, and you're going to need to know that when someone searches for a mover company, that there's also people that search for office movers and residential movers, and these other terms help you determine what categories, what new landing pages there might be. So that's the negative. Jason, I appreciate you bringing it up top because we knocked that right out. We don't want to dwell on the negative. We like the new interface. We like that Google's moving forward. We don't want them to yeah, be Yeah, we just want it to past. get updated with those two things that we're used to. Uh, we're, we're not being negative. We're just like, hey, guys, help us out here. We're going to be using this day-to-day, and we really need these two things that we've gotten used to. So hopefully they add them. The keyword button, the keyword categorization tool is critical to my daily usage. Critical, yeah. And the location feature that you talked about is... <laughs> It's something I use every single day whenever I'm looking at uh, when the client mentions the east or west or north or south. You know, I can visualize that. I can see that on the right. screen, and it's super powerful. All right, so Jason, let's jump into it. Let's talk about the things that we love about the new interface because we've both spent time in the interface. We both have things that really wowed us, and I'm going to start with just a general thing because there's a lot of stuff right on the front page of the new interface called the overview page. And yep. this is particularly important when you look at it. There's a lot of interactive features on this overview page. So instead of spending all my time looking at just campaign metrics, now I look at an overview page, which has interactive features that I can hover over. 
Uh, this is really powerful. And Jason, I know you noticed this right away. You can hover over the search terms and the keywords and filter down by all kinds of metrics and see all of that on one screen. And what's really neat is you can add negative keywords in direct relation to certain uh, search terms that are showing up. You know, new search terms that have recently come up, popular search terms that have recently come up in your campaign over the past seven days or whatever time frame you're looking at. This is a huge shortcut instead of having to do what Jason and I talk about all the time, going into search terms and checking the box and doing this and all that. Now you can just click, click, and you're done. It's really convenient. I love the direction it's going. It's something I use on a, on a regular basis. Jason, what, uh, what else do you love about the, the overview page? Well, just to piggyback on that, you can add negatives right from that screen looking at those search terms, and you can also add keywords, which can come in handy just from one click of a, of a mouse there. Now, what, what I love about that search terms cloud, Chris, is you can also select right next to search terms, I think it says uh, words, and it'll show you a bubble breakdown of the most popular words within all your search terms phrases. And you can go through your search terms list, and if you're going from the top to the bottom like we do every week, you can add a bunch of different negative keywords uh, or search terms as negatives and not get to the core issue, the core word. Maybe it's the word free, or maybe it's the word uh, license, or it's the word form. Someone could search moving company sales forms, moving company loading form, and you can add those different terms as negatives, but it's the word form. That's really the problem. And by looking at that word cloud, um, it gives you a different perspective. And you can go, you can look at it and go, oh, the word form is showing up in multiple search terms. I would never want to show up on that. Boom, add it as a negative. So I love that. Another cool thing from the overview page, Chris, is they show you your top performing ad and maybe multiple if you have a lot of data. And you can click on that ad and copy it and create a new version and edit it right from there. And so you can basically do your little A-B ad testing right from the overview page. So if you're a business owner and you only have five minutes that week to jump into AdWords, boom, hit your search terms from the overview page, boom, throw in a new ad to test and you're good. So I love that. And then for all you people that love focusing on your competitors instead of your customers, before you go out of business, you can look at your auction insights as much as you want because they put it in a nice little chart for you. And if you really love focusing on your competitors, which is it's so stupid, but if you love doing that, and I know a lot of people who do, on the overview page, they have like a nice graph that shows you each little competitor and how big they are relative to you. Yeah. That's what I what I saw in the overview page. Yeah, that, vis that visualization is really neat. And I agree. Just to be clear what Jason's talking about, he's when he's saying it's so stupid, he's referring to the fact that don't be over-obsessed with the Auction Insights because Auction Insights gives you details on where you rank and how aggressive you are compared to your competitors. So right. that's secondary to managing a profitable campaign to just getting the right kind of traffic. That's what it's about. So that's what Jason's referencing. So one thing I'm going to jump in here because something that uh, I like that I know there's not going to be a lot of people that are going to jump up and down for this, but there's going to be a couple guys in the back be like, Woohoo. you can like hear them a little bit in the back. They're happy because there are keyboard shortcuts in the new interface. And this is really cool. There's actually like a, it's kind of like using a software for that purpose. So what you can do is you can hit, you know, GT and it, 
pulls up a search panel. So you can immediately type the word campaign and it'll jump to the campaign screen. So this is what I would think is kind of a power user experience, you know, being able to do something quickly, jumping to view to view different things. You know, you don't have to find it in the new interface. Maybe you're frustrated about where was that button? You just GT and then type what you're looking for and you can jump straight to it. So also another shortcut is hitting the word, the letter F immediately all the stuff you don't want to see clears off the screen and does like a full screen view within your browser window of just the metrics you're looking at, which is, that's really neat. Cause that's one thing Jason and I were really critical of at first is ah, it's just so overwhelming. You know, there's just so much on the screen, you know, it's just too much to see at once hit the F button when you really want to dive in and you can kind of wipe that off and just kind of look at what you want to look at, especially if you have like 16 columns across your your screen there, you know, it really helps clean that up. It gives a little more width to you look at those numbers at. So keyboard shortcuts are great. And there is a list of full keyboard shortcuts on the Google site. You can just search for AdWords keyboard shortcuts and you'll you'll see the help article about that. There's uh, quite a few of them. Now, Chris, there's a, there's a couple things I never do week to week. Like I never think about these things, okay? I never touch them. I never think about them. I never put any energy into them. The first thing is thinking about your point of view, uh, how this show's going for you, what kind of partner I'm being to you. Like, I just never consider that, right? I, you never cross my mind, like, if this is good for you. So All right, that's okay. Know that. Know Got that. It. The second thing I never do is I never go into the opportunities or recommendations tab in Google AdWords old interface. At the very yeah. top, it says opportunities. I never go in there. Uh, a client was like, hey, should you look at these? And there were like 20 different recommendations. And I was like, nah, yeah. don't worry about it. No, them. thanks. Uh, but uh, because they're just, it's in a different place. It's a little hard to see. It's hard to take actions on it. But in the new interface on the left, I don't know what we call it, the left lit navigation list, right under overview, we now have recommendations. And Chris, I saw some cool recommendations in there, and I am going to start using them and checking them out regularly on my campaigns because it's nice to have that kind of machine learning aspect look at it and help me out. And this is what I'm always telling people. Don't be scared of artificial intelligence. Use it to your advantage as a manager. If the system's going to point stuff out to you in a very user-friendly way on the recommendations page, just try it out. So a couple things I saw, Chris, this was shocking to me. Limited by budget status, right? Everyone thinks that's there to get users to spend more money and make them worried about their budget, right? But what I always tell clients when I see that there is, hey, that means we can lower the bids and get more clicks overall for the same budget because we're limited by budget. Let's bid a little lower, show up a little lower, have a little worse click to rate, but get more clicks overall and get a better cost per conversion. So Chris, what is the one recommendation here? It says fix campaigns that are limited by budget. And what's their recommendation? Lower your bids to get more clicks for the same or lower cost. That was pretty cool. That was like I could have written that myself. And that's Google saying that. So that was cool. They point out non-serving keywords to you, keywords that haven't got clicked on in the past year. And they say, pause those. And I've, I've been told by people that that can hurt your quality score if you just have a bunch of low search volume keywords in there. So that was a cool recommendation. Now, another one is adding new keywords. They actually had some really relevant keywords in there that I didn't have. That was a cool thing. And finally, they have a, a remove redundant keywords. That was cool. Uh, make things easier to manage. And then finally, they had 
create new, more relevant ads in these ad groups. And it actually told me what words they recommend putting in the ad copy. Um, and obviously that's for probably quality score and click-through rate purposes. And these are pretty cool examples, Chris, where it feels like another human is looking at your campaign, giving you these suggestions, really actionable suggestions, but I think it's all artificial intelligence. And the way they lay it out there on the recommendations page, I'm definitely going to be using that quite a bit more. Yeah, I like it. I agree. It was uh, not something I thought about. It was kind of the, the opposite of uh, what I found to be useful. And I think this that's great. I like that. I appreciate you pointing that out because that's somewhere I had not explored myself. So yep. uh, something else I want to talk about, something that I that I particularly like is I like that the overview graph. Now, this is something small, but I encourage you guys to go check out the overview graph. There are now four colored lines to look at. You can have just a rainbow of colors and choose the metrics that you want. You can turn them on and off. I, mean, I can't tell you how many times I just click that little button right there. on just, there they are, and I turn them off. There they are, and I turn, I, it just, it's great to have that ability to kind of overlay what my cost is and then pull it back and then look at just what the conversions are and then overlay cost and the new graphic on the overview page. And also mm -hmm. it's also available on, you know, just about anywhere. There's a, there's a graph. There's a lot more power there. I think the message that we're saying here that what we really like about the AdWords interface is the visual data that it gives you. I think visualizing what's happening. And Jason, you mentioned, you know, these are, here's how many clicks, more clicks you would get if you lowered your bids. Here are keywords that you don't have and it shows you right on the page. Here's a word cloud that represents what single words people are using when we, we mash up all the keywords together or all the search terms together. So, I mean, this is a very right. visual representation of the data and I like it because I mean, it's always a numbers game with, with AdWords. It's always a numbers game. It's just numbers on the screen, numbers on the screen, and the graphs and the buttons and everything and all the visualization of the the auction insights is just really a welcome thing for me. I, I like being able to see that because it feels very much, it feels very new and fresh when I look at it because it's always mm -hmm. changing. Did you know um, in the reporting section now that you can create dashboards? I did. I yeah. I don't know how I'm going to use them. I don't know how you can download them as PDFs to send them to clients. But I would love if they made those linkable. Uh, if you could just share a link, that would be cool. But yeah, something that to something the, that the can be updated. Like so, you can set something up that they can always check what their last seven days has been, and it's a dynamically right. re refreshing type of thing. Yeah, I agree. A static with, with charts and, and visual stuff. Isn't that yeah. what a dashboard is? A dashboard is supposed to be something that's always showing real time data, and the fact that you have to yeah. take a dashboard and turn it into a PDF kind of defeats the point. Yeah, but like they say, they're just getting into yeah. it, and uh, hopefully, they add that. Now, Good direction. Yeah. Absolutely. Another thing I like, Chris, and this is kind of a, this is a really big deal, uh, especially if it's going to work out well, is audience overlay. We all know about audiences in the display network, people who are in the market for something, people who have an affinity for something. Now what you can do is you can combine your search keywords. So it's still Google search, but you can, you can look at the kind of who, not individually, but who the users are doing those searches. And it becomes a little bit more 
uh, not just about keywords, but this is Google ads. This is advertising. It's not just about keywords anymore. It's the person behind the keyword search and getting to that right demographic. So putting this all together here, Chris, you can do, they make it very easy to, to control age groups, very easy to control gender, very easy to control income demographics. And along with that, they also have this audience overlay. So let me give you an example of how I'm using this. I have a client that paints houses, the house painting, and we target keywords like painters in Miami, house painters in Miami, uh, interior painting companies, South Florida, all those kind of keywords. We are going to now have an audience overlay of people who are in the market for house painters. I mean, how can it, how can it get better than that? They they actually have an in the market for house painters. This is people who Google thinks based on, I guess, the websites they visit, their browsing history, who knows, but it's people that Google thinks are in the market for house painters. So there's two ways you can do it. You can just do it for observation where you still show your ads to people who search for your keywords when they're not in this audience and you show it to people when they are in the audience. You show it to both and you can observe the data and see how this audience performs differently and you can adjust the bids on it. The other thing you can do is you can actually limit it down if you want to, to only target people who search for the keywords and are in that audience that you selected. In this case, people who are in the market for painters. Chris, I have not done that yet on this account because I didn't want to limit the traffic because uh, I don't know how big that in the market for house painters is going to be. But we're going to observe that data. And if the conversion rate is sky high when someone searches for the keywords and is in that market, then we may just end up targeting that audience only. This is very, very new to search, Chris. And this kind of go, this plays into the whole theme of it's not Google AdWords anymore. It's Google ads. Um, so what, what do you think about branching out into not just people who search the keywords, but who they are and what they're interested in? Oh, yeah. I've, Jason, you talked about one direction of using the audience targeting. And there's a whole nother thing that I really like. AdWords is all about control and being able to turn the knob one direction and turn the knob on another and adjust just to the right frequency of what you're looking for. So I imagine that you're using the audience targeting here to fine tune and turn down and get more precise. But imagine if we had super broad keywords and just had the word oh, broad, like, like yeah. paint or painters, broad match mm. one word. And then we added audience to that. So it takes something that's very broad and then tune it down to something that's more precise. Mm. And now we have, it's like a two, you know, you have opposites here. You have precise keywords with audience and then you have broad keywords with audience and we can control that in bidding. I, I love it. I mean, I think it's, the diversity. That's extremely interesting. Yeah, I mean, the diversity of what you can do with these other targeting aspects opens up beyond just what you can creatively think about keywords. Keywords yep. are still the core in AdWords. I think I, I think I would throw a fit on screen if we ever got to a point where keywords were secondary, because I think that intent is king on Google AdWords because. It's about what the person's looking for in the moment. But I think that audience and demographics, you know, among those are a great way to take and tune the other direction. Use something broad and then tone it down based on gender or age yeah. or, or geographic, uh, you know, zip code, um, income, things like that. These are more tools in your tool belt 
And if you're having issues with getting enough volume, consider going the opposite direction, broad keywords, you know, playing with some of these demographics and audiences. So I love it. And one thing that I really liked, and we, we talked about way back when, I think, what was it, a year ago, Jason, that we talked about the new interface and we did an episode on it. So just to remind you guys, age group and income demographics are now in the new interface and you can bid on them. This is not something new. Google has always kind of known this, but they haven't always given us the ability to bid on these factors. This is what's new. You can now choose age group brackets, uh, known and unknown, and bid on these things. So I have a client that sells um, something that's largely female-based clients that, that convert. And then I have other clients that are largely male that convert. And the tool and be able being able to do this and, and adjust bids on mm-hmm. gender is is a big deal. Absolutely a big deal. Yeah. And the age range for me and my clients, the home service people, the house painters, the movers, one of the age groups is 18 to 24. And 18 to 24-year-olds, they just don't own homes. They don't need moving companies for big moves. They don't need house painters. Uh, so why would they ever search for it? Well, if you're using some broader keywords, you, you just don't want to target. Like say, I mean, maybe they are searching for one of your keywords, but you just don't want that kind of customer because the jobs are small or they don't have a lot of money. So I've been removing 18 to 24-year-olds quite a bit, Chris, on a lot of my campaigns and experimenting with a lot of the uh, the income targeting. Now, another bid adjustment they have, they have the advanced bid adjustment page. And the only thing you can control right now on there is calls. It says bid up if you want more calls. And what that's tied to is the call extension. So if you really want that call extension to show up, you can increase the bid adjustment here and uh, get it to show up more. One suggestion for them, uh, it's not as crucial as the things we talked about at the top of the show, but it would be cool if you could increase the bid on the message extension and really get that text messaging to show up for some clients and get a lot more there. Now, speaking of that, Chris, in the reporting, they have a message details report. I had not seen that in the old interface. It might be there, but I hadn't seen it. And if you have the message reporting turned on, it will tell you the time of the chat and the duration, how long the chat lasted. So I don't know if there's a conversion metric for that at this point, but it it's good to show a client like, hey, you had these chat conversations and they all last or X amount of them lasted at least 10 messages or whatever if they do minutes. So there's that kind of reporting as well. So yeah, the only other thing I noticed, Chris, was the keyword planner works again. It is basically unusable in the old interface for me at this point, at least on my account side, I don't get hardly any data. The new keyword planner, Chris, you can plan out your ad groups. It's giving me data. The cost per click on some of the moving keywords seem to be a lot more accurate. And uh, I'm going to start using it again. So I would definitely encourage everyone to check out the keyword planner. That's pretty much all I've I've noticed that I wanted to point out, Chris. Is there anything that uh, anything else that you saw? No, I think there's a lot we didn't talk about. I mean, there's a whole reporting back end uh, that we didn't discuss um, there's a report building system. I mean, the, the dashboard thing we barely touched on, but there's a lot of power in this new system. And I think the core thing that I'm happy that we're moving towards is the visualization and the ability to manipulate data in different ways, see things and, and move and change your information in different ways. And this is great. I think this is a great move. As we said at the beginning, we do need your help though, because we really, both of us agree, 
we're really missing something important with the the keyword category feature and the interactive mm. location map. I think those are critical, and I know we aren't the only ones. So please help us get the message out. Uh, we want Google to see it. So share it on your social media accounts, and in particular, tag Google on it. Let Google support know that this is important to you. And uh, we'll use this podcast to get that message out. And as a reward, you know, we're willing to, to help out one of you guys with your with your specific industry that you're working in. So I think that's it, Jason, unless you got anything else, uh, thanks for listening. You can catch us next time weekly on paidsearchpodcast.com. Have a good week.